Hello and welcome back to the Mildly Opinionated Podcast. We are on episode 28 after a month-long hiatus. I am one of your hosts, Anish. And I'm your other host, Dhruv. It's been a long time, man. Like, a month without the podcast. Uh, we apologize for not being uh, up to date with it, but school obviously is important, apparently, getting an education. Now it's summer, which for sports means a lot of good things. I mean, the NBA playoffs are going on. Uh, we'll talk about that in our next episode. But today we're going to be talking about boxing. Yep. So we'll, before we go into the episode, we want to share our goals for the summer. So in the next two months or so, we are hoping to reach 50 episodes. So be expecting a lot of episodes in the next two or so months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's That's, get into the boxing episode. It's going to be fun. This will be, I, I've been looking forward to this episode for a long time. Anish has been pushing the boxing episode. I didn't even know he watched boxing, but apparently. I'm a, I'm a boxing fanatic, sort of. I mostly only watch Mayweather and YouTube fights, but okay. I also do watch heavyweight division fights. Boxing fanatic Anish Nadella. All right. So we'll start. We'll start with our first like division, more than like a fight. To be fair, the heavyweight division, which has revived greatly in the last five or so years, with Anthony, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, and Deontay Wilder to an extent. So, Drew, what did you think about Joshua Fury before it broke down? Because according to Fury's camp, it was going to happen in Saudi Arabia in. July, I believe, or August. Yeah, it was July or August. And uh, I'm not I'm not a huge fighting fan, but obviously you get interested as a sports fan. You're going to get roped into all the big fights and the big events. And the Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury tri- trilogy has definitely been a big event. Uh, well, no, really- that, that's not the trilogy. This is a completely – That's true. This is a unification uh, fight. Yeah. Uh, but – the entire saga, just those two, because obviously they've had uh, their own matchups and misgivings. I was more interested in uh, the way the actual fight broke down, but my thoughts going into it was kind of just general excitement. You want to see more fights happen, and obviously big events like this. Uh, obviously for me, not a huge boxing fan, so I didn't have many allegiances, but it was exciting uh, in terms of the prospect of a big fight. I mean, yeah, for sure. This fight would have been a undisputed fight. So the winner would have been the undisputed heavyweight boxing champion because boxing, they have all their different divisions, uh, like WBO and all those. So this one would have unified heavyweight division with either Anthony Joshua or Fury, but it fell apart because of Deontay Wilder who won his arbitration case in which he is now getting his third fight against Tyson Fury before um, Tyson Fury, if he wins against Wilder, will go against Joshua probably. So, I mean, obviously we're hoping fight to happen. Like I, in this case, I'll pick some form of allegiance because I didn't appreciate what Wilder did there kind of just coming in and he has his own claim to a title, but like, I thought it was kind of disruptive and unnecessary. So to that extent, 
hopefully Fury is able to win and we can still have the fight as scheduled. But it'll be interesting to see what happens there. The scary thing is, so Wilder is a knockout specialist. His nickname's the Bronze Bomber. But his main downfall is he has, like, absolutely no technique and his footwork sucks. But he hasn't been boxing in the past year. He hasn't had a fight in the last year or so. So I'm hoping that maybe Wilder did fix his footwork to an extent, which would give him a chance against Fury. Because he has knocked down Fury before. And it seemed in that first fight that he was going to win by knockout. But, of course, Fury got up in 12th round after he seemed to, like, get, like, completely knocked out. He came back. And they tied that fight. So I'm still giving Wilder a chance here. I'm not going to write him off. And I will say, perhaps, like, I know the belief. There might be optimism that, oh, he spent the entire year getting better and, like, working working technique. I would probably say the more likely outcome is he's just not in the same shape. And if he's not able to get in shape in time, like, a dude who relies so much on his knockout ability might be significantly weakened. Yeah, that's definitely true because Tyson Fury, he walks into his fight not exactly in shape. Let's put it that way. He's a bit on the chunky side, but he's, he's, still, a, chunky he's, a, great, he's a better boxer. Yeah, and I think technique's probably going to win. If you're asking me for predictions, which you probably shouldn't be asking me for predictions, but I'd say Fury takes this fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to Fury. I don't think he's going to knock him out, though. I, or if he does knock him out, I think it'll take longer than seven rounds like the second fight but let's move on to our second fight that we are going to go into perspectives actually no this one's been confirmed spence versus pacquiao this one's actually very interesting mm-hmm. because spence is a young up-and-coming fighter i don't know if up-and-coming is the right word but he's not super established but he is undis- he is undefeated and then we have pacquiao who's been fighting for decades to be honest and he's taking on spence I mean, Manny Pacquiao, who at this point is actually a politician, which is interesting in itself, fighting a guy who's the fifth-ranked fighter in the world pound for pound, which is, I don't, I don't want to say that he's going to lose the fight pretty cl- like easily, but he's probably going to lose by a lot. I don't know if that's true. It could, though, be, it could get that, ugly. I don't, I don't think so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my early prediction here. I think Pacquiao wins this. Damn. And this is going to bring up a strange conundrum that we can go into later. But I, Spence, I feel I'm, I haven't like heard about him too much, so I don't really know what to speak about. But Pacquiao, he has had some knockouts in the past few years, and he has kept fighting after after the Mayweather fight, which was in twenty. Pacquiao is just ne- he's just never stopped. He just keeps going. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him. I believe in Pacquiao. I believe in Pac-Man. I mean, for me, him having outside commitments, obviously, like being a, a senator, it's probably going to affect his training ability. And, you know, it's on the older side. It's going up against a younger fighter in Raw Spence. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think I give Spence the edge here. Yeah, th- this is true. I, I, I don't know if you can argue that, but I, I will bring this up before we move on. Ricky Hatton, a London boxer who fought uh, Mayweather way back when, he said that Errol Spence should look out for Pacquiao, like not to overlook him. So oh, maybe, obviously. Maybe Pacquiao does have one last fight in him, one last signature mm-hmm. fight. I so, mean, you're fighting one of the all-time boxing greats if you're Errol Spence. So you, you do 
to definitely watch out and not underestimate anything. Yeah. I mean, and this is also happening. In this, this summer is going to be crazy boxing-wise. Like, it will, be, it will be a fun summer. A lot of fights. But another fight that we don't have to wait too long for, it's actually in five days. This is a fight that I'm actually looking forward to the most. People are going to call me a fake boxing fan, but this is so yeah. interesting. I know why you're excited for this. Mayweather, Logan Paul, the greatest <laughs> fight ever. Combines fight, the, it'll be entertaining. It combines the two things Anish loves the most in fighting, which is Floyd Mayweather and, like, guys who aren't fighters fighting. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, this is the one that I'd probably say I might actually have the most knowledge about because uh, culture, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh this should be a fun one. This yeah. is actually going to be, I'd say this is the most interesting out of all of them, purely because you have a legend like Floyd going up against uh, another legend, let's say. Uh, let's not say he's a Paul. And like, to me, it feels audacious. And yeah. like, I can't say Logan Paul is going to win with a straight face, but I can say that Floyd should definitely not be underestimating Logan Paul. Like, I, don't, I don't think he is. If it's anything like what's happened with Jake, with Logan's brother, Jake Paul, like that dude takes fighting seriously. He yeah. is actually like take, and I bet Logan has the same thing because they train together. They take fighting seriously. They train a lot. I would not be surprised if Logan Paul does really well. Like I don't think he'll win, but he probably could do, he'll, he'll hold his own. Let's just say that. There, there should be no chance. I, this is all I'm hoping for in this fight. Uh, it's not a pro fight. It's not an official fight. It's an exhibition. And Mayweather did have an exhibition against a Japanese kickboxer. Uh, I can't remember. Tension. Tension. Uh, in 2018, I believe. December mm-hmm. 2018. He had an exhibition there. It seemed rigged because the kickboxer got knocked out in one round. And Mayweather is not a knockout specialist. He's a defensive artist. I'm just hoping going into this fight, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not paying pay-per-view 50 bucks. I'm going to find something on Twitch and watch it there. But I'm hoping it's not. Perspectives. That, that is the only thing I'm hoping for this fight. I you don't want it to be scripted. You want a knockout? I don't, I don't care if I get a knockout. I just don't want a scripted fight. Like Mayweather, May and oh, uh, one thing is Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul, which you brought up, enraged Mayweather with got your hat. Which was, I, I, that was, that was so weird, but also very funny at the same time. So funny. And now Mayweather said, I want to kill him. So I think Mayweather, I think Mayweather's taking this seriously. You have two like really entertaining personalities because Mayweather obviously is a personality into himself, but I, I'm excited to see how this goes down. I, I think that it's going to be a big culture moment for the year. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm honestly just happy to see. I'm happy to see Mayweather fight again. That's true. That's true. Like I've always, I've always loved uh, Mayweather fights, and I'm just happy mm-hmm. that it's gonna happen. And this is what I wanted to bring up. So, say Mayweather wins in devastating fashion. He shows he still has it. He's still a legend, and this is why I'm hoping it's not scripted. He still shows that he's he's at age forty something. He still has his boxing skills defensively. And then say Pacquiao beats Spence. People, if Pacquiao beats Spence, regardless of what happens with the Mayweather fight, people are going to re-bring up, is Pacquiao greater than Mayweather? Because obviously Pacquiao has still kept fighting. 
And he, if he beats Spence, he's now a champion once again. So I think the conundrum would be if Pacquiao wins and Mayweather wins in devastating fashion, do they fight again? I think they do, to be honest. I think it's inevitable that we're going to get another Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Like, I, I feel like the only reason that these two guys, because no offense to Raul Spence and Logan Paul, mm-hmm. they're not they're not the biggest ticket opponents. It feels like it's a build-up to something. Yeah. With the current culture of, like, guys taking fights that they know are going to generate revenue without a ton of regard for, like, whether they're going to really win or not, mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all if this was a build-up to a larger Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao fight. That would be the biggest boxing match ever. Like, I, I think it's going to happen. Cause no, Because I share your optimism. I don't think it will happen. I was just throwing it out there. But if it did happen, oh my gosh, another Mayweather promotion, it would be it would be like the biggest event post COVID. And I think it'll be I think it'll be a really fun thing to have post COVID too. Like uh, it would probably happen next year if it did happen. Yeah, because uh, Mayweather would need time to go back into camp. Exactly. Exactly. It would be it would be further off from uh when everyone would hopefully get vaccinated and then you could ideally have a really nice fighting environment better at least than whatever we got with Jake Paul versus uh Ben Askren Ben Askren that was a that was a sad fight to watch but uh if we could get an environment like you know what people are used to with big ticket fights like this I think that that would be fight of the century type stuff where it's like these guys storied history end of their career maybe last fight of their careers for both this, that's the thing because even the first fight that was probably the biggest fight of the decade or century so far the first mayweather pacquiao but it's severely disappointed mm-hmm. obviously pacquiao said like he had a hurt shoulder i believe or hurt hand and that inhibited him but it was a very defensive fight and mayweather kind of dominated which was yeah. thing. but it would be crazy I, it would be mind-boggling to see them do a pro fight, not an exhibition again. That would, it's just people can dream for that. But our last fight that we're going to go into in this episode, yeah. another fight that Dhruv should – because you Dhruv keeps up with pop culture, so he'll know about this. TikTok versus YouTube boxing on oh June 12th. I'm not a complete recluse. Uh, I, I am aware of what's happening, and I – like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not into the TikTok stuff, and I'm not a huge YouTube watcher either. I can understand the cultural significance of this because it's like, not only is it quite literally a battle between two of the biggest media platforms in the world, it's also the opportunity for a lot of cultural figures who aren't involved in fighting to, spread, to like build more of a brand and evolve their image and also make a ton of money. So it will be interesting to me to see that. I probably will watch it by in some like I'll find a way to watch it. Twitch, Twitch, but Twitch, Twitch is probably going to be the uh, the medium for this. But it should I think it'll be interesting in the sense that more people can relate to it, and that's a larger note that I'd have for all the fights that have been going on involving the Jake Paul, Logan Pauls of the world, and now TikTok and YouTube stars is that it involves more people into a sport and it kind of helps grow the fan base of a sport with like guys who 
are bringing in new types of viewership. And that's why I think as a whole, it is actually good for the sport. And obviously you're gonna have purists who say, uh, we don't like these people coming in here. But I think as long as you realize, hey, these guys are not pros and viewers realize these guys are not as good as pros, you're gonna have you're gonna have really good viewership. And I think people are gonna come into the sport of boxing and enjoy it more. Yeah, so this event for me, kind of going off what you said, it reminds me a lot of the first KSI versus Logan Paul fight, which was pretty much just to bring boxing back into the limelight, which it kind of did, to be fair. That fight, that, and then they got disowned to sponsor them for the second fight. So I feel like this fight has a lot of that type of energy, but I'm personally invested in it because KSI's brother, Deji, he's fighting in this card. Same with FaZe Jarvis and... Uh, DDG is also fighting, a pretty good rapper. So there's a lot of big figures, big names. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see. Like, no one really cares who wins. It'll just bring more drama and more fights, which is kind of what I'm here for. Yeah, I'd say that in general, like, all this stuff uh, builds into what should be one of the better summers of fighting that we've had in a while. And coming off of a post-COVID time where we really couldn't have you know, packed venues and big fights as much. I think that it should be interesting to see. Yep. Like boxing's bringing back post COVID pretty much mm -hmm. this summer, all boxing. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's why we wanted to cover it in this episode. And mm -hmm. just thank you guys all again for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Please make sure to share the mildly opinionated podcast with your friends and family. If you have any and uh, enjoy your days. Enjoy your summer.